I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friend. Welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. Hope you're doing awesome. Today, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who happens to also be in the Conquer program, but we've become friends. He's an amazing guy. He was telling me a story of something horrible that happened in his business this week. Now, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> a whole bunch of bad things have happened in his business uh, this year. Honestly, a lots and lots and lots of good things have happened, but there's been a few doozies that have happened. He was really stressing out, and he called me, and it just reminded me how what it feels like when you're going through something, when something unexpected happens that can cost you money, when you have panic and fear and anxiety and everything kind of hit, hitting you all at once, whether it's you damage a customer's property. I remember one time... Years ago, um, my partner Chris and I were, uh, we had sold this really big roof cleaning job to this condo association. And it was, I forget how much. For us at the time, it was this huge job, you know, maybe $10,000 or something. And uh, he, uh, he wanted to get it done, but it was going to rain. And I kept saying, no, 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 like, don't, don't do it. Like, cause you don't want to wash a roof. And then if it rains right afterwards, it washes all the bleach, essentially the sodium hypochlorite down into the gutters, down the downspouts, and it kills all the plants, right? You want it to stay on the roof, to stick on the roof. You don't want the runoff. Well, anyway, so we kind of like bickered about it. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. And he goes and does the job. And immediately after he's done it, thunderstorms, everything runs off. And we had like $5,000 worth of bushes that we killed, which was a gajillion dollars to us. And I just remember that feeling. And I'm not beating up Chris because I've made mistakes worth a lot more than that. <laughs> Lots of times in our business, especially our software business. When we, the first hundred thousand we invested into it, I completely lit on fire and it was pretty much 100% my fault. But I digress. So I'm talking to my friend and he's just like, man, you know, I just feel like I want to give up. Should I do something else? And in me, from my perspective, I'm listening to him and I'm like, like kind of smiling, chuckling, like, dude, you're kidding, right? And I wasn't like mocking him because the pain and the thoughts that he's that are going through his head are totally real. It feels so real, like the walls are closing in and, you know, everything, the ground is collapsing, the earth is crashing into the sun, you know, ah! even though in reality, it's like, okay, like your guy, your your employee made a mistake, it'll cost you two grand, we can move on, it's not that big of a deal. One of the things I asked him, I said, listen, do you think if Brandon Vaughn had the same thing happen to him as what happened to you this week? Now, Brandon sold his company over a year ago, and we partnered on Automate Grow Sell now. But before he exited his company, they were doing between four dollars and $500,000 a month in revenue. And what's interesting about Brandon's story is that he took his father's business over. He bought his dad out, and the business was doing $9,000 a month when he took it over. And he grew it to $450,000 a month. Uh, in like six seasons, which is absolutely ridiculous. And Brandon's a rock star genius and he's amazing. And I love that he's my business partner. Shout out to you, Brandon, if you're listening. Anyways, I said, if that happened to Brandon Vaughn right before he you know, sold his company, would he feel emotionally, would he feel the same level of weight as you do right now? 
And of course, the answer is, well, no, of course not. Like, he'd be irritated. He'd be like, ah, dang it. And he would, like, initiate a process or he'd, like, have a phone call or pull in a manager. He would do something to deal with it and be proactive. But it, I, I promise you he would go have din- dinner with his family and he'd sleep like a baby and everything would be fine because this is a normal part of business. Like, bad things happen. There's, you know, in retail, they have what's called shrinkage. Like, people steal stuff. People lose stuff. And it's a part of doing business is that that happens sometimes. They build it into their budget. With a service company, here's the moral of the whole story. It has to do with perspective, right? When you're an owner-operator or you have a couple of employees and maybe they're, like, dumpster hire employees, meaning like you hired them out of desperation because the job market's tight and you really need help. And you know, they're not that great, but you're really hoping that they come through for you. (laughs) When your company's like that and something bad happens, it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. And it doesn't have to feel like that, but it mostly has to do with perspective. There is this amazing image I saw one time on the internet. I can't, can't remember where it was a picture of this huge like like ocean or this giant lake and it was it was really cool looking it was this gigantic thing and then the second picture was zoomed out about five feet taller of the same body of water and what you realize with the second picture is that it was actually a tiny puddle in a driveway that's the power of perspective if you're an ant and you're standing next to this puddle and you get the camera angle right, and you get the lighting right, it looks like this huge thing. The truth is, though, the the reality is, is that it's a quarter of an inch deep, and it's nothing, and you can walk right through it. But it all has to do with perspective, and I think our perspective levels up and changes uh, over time. A big part of it is the people we spend time with. You know, whatever is normal to us is normal to us. If failure and strife is normal to us, then it's normal to us. If success and and pushing through and winning and happiness and joy is normal to us, that's going to be our default. Uh, My friend I was talking to also was telling me about an employee he had that he's been investing in and really helping and like trying to build up. And this guy has this like crazy mindset of just failure because no one's ever helped him his whole life. And he told my friend, you know, no one's ever helped me before. And, you know, that messes up and skews your perspective. You know, maybe you've heard me on the podcast before talk about Roger Bannister. He's the person that first broke the four-minute mile. So for for the longest time, it was, it was thought to be impossible that a human being could run a mile in, you know, four, less than four minutes. Roger Bannister did that. I think it was in the 50s. I could be wrong. And he, like, shattered all this, like, this belief And then, you know, since he did it, thousands of people have done it. But before he did it, as far as we know, no one had done it. And that's the power of perspective and belief. Another great story is of Cliff Young. Cliff Young was an Australian potato farmer. And he was not a professional athlete, but he entered this ultra marathon race in Australia. Because if you know any, we have a lot of Australians that listen to this. So shout out, fist bump to you. You guys are maniacs. You have like all the poisonous snakes and it's super dangerous to live there. And you're all crazy. Plus you have Cliff Young, who's a total rock star. So high five to you (laughs) in Australia. So Cliff Young, I think he was like 56 years old. And he entered this ultra marathon. Now, it's hard enough to run a half marathon, let alone a marathon, which is like 26 miles you have to run. An ultra marathon, it was 522 miles, give or take. I'm going off of memory. Over 500 miles at one time that you run. It takes people like a week and a half to do it. You run and run and run till you're about to pass out. You, you sleep in a tent on the side of the road for a, a couple hours. You get up and you run and you do that for like seven days in a row or whatever. 
and, and super high-performing athletes from all over the world would come to this ultramarathon. Well, then there's Cliff Young, this Australian farmer guy, and he enters the race. And when he entered the race, it was like this media spectacle. And this is in the 80s. I think it was the early 80s, but they thought it was a joke, right? Because he's this old, first of all, he's old. Second of all, he's not an athlete and he's a potato farmer, which is kind of hilarious. And they asked him like, is, is this a publicity stunt? Like, why are you doing this? He's like, no, like, I, I think I can win. Uh, I'm entering the race. I, I, th- I think I got a great shot to win. And he was dead serious. <laughs> so everyone made fun of him. Well, long story short, Cliff Young won the race. He won. Not only did he win, he set a new record for that race. And not only that, he changed the way that ultramarathon runners run forever. Like they call it the Cliff Young shuffle. It's the way that he ran, the technique he used. He would be running. He didn't sleep. Everybody else would sleep because that's what they thought you're supposed to do, right? You run for 18 hours, you sleep for four or six hours or whatever. He just kept running and he was like scooch, you know, turtle in the hair type of thing. It was an amazing story, but it's about perspective and belief and Cliff Young thought he could do it. So again, back to my friend. I said, if this happened to Brandon Vaughn, would he be stressed? He's like, no. I said, but you feel like the earth is crashing into the sun. And he's like, yes. I said, that's perspective. Have you ever heard people talk about a glass ceiling? You know, in corporate America, they're like, well, you know, we just, you can't break through the glass ceiling. Or other ways to use that phrase is like, you know, I'm stuck at 50000 a month. I, I just can't seem to break 50000 a month. There's like this glass ceiling above my head. And the truth is, is that it's more of an invisible ceiling than it is glass. Although there is effort, it can feel like you're breaking through. Like there's definitely effort exerted to break through to the next level. I know for me, my big glass ceiling when I first started my you know first real business, my window cleaning and pressure cleaning business was 10000 a month. That number at the time, based on my perspective, my life experience, the friends and family that I had around me back then, this is about 20 years ago, like 10000 a month was this crazy, huge thing. I was a pizza delivery driver. I lived in a trailer park. I got married to my high school sweetheart, and I remember strategizing, sitting Indian style inside my trailer thinking, God, like, how do I replace my pizza income? How do I make $500 a week and, you know, 2000 a month? Like, if I can clean windows and make that, like, oh, that would be amazing. I won't have a boss. I can, like, be free. I can work outside every day. Like, I was so excited. But 10000 a month felt like this crazy thing. In fact, like, a few years into my company, when <laughs> the first two years, for those that know my story, were complete dumpster fire, pain, and suffering. But we, we flew past the 300,000 revenue number, kind of like in the third year. And I remember being really like discouraged for most of that third year because like doing three or 400,000, I had already achieved my entire life goal because I, I had to level up. I had to change my perspective. I thought that having a cleaning company that did 350,000 a year was like the pinnacle of like, like what else could you do? How could you possibly be more successful than that? That's what it felt like to me. And, and if you don't think like that, like don't d- demean and look down on people that do think like that because it's illogical for you to, to, to look down on them. All of us 
are a product of our environment to a large degree. And that was a gigantic number. So when I, you know, 10,000 a month was like impossible. And when I finally broke through that, it was like, you know, my life goal with my cleaning business was to do three, 400,000 a year. I was like, I did it. I did it. I achieved my entire thing. I was like super young. And I'm like, I had no motivation because I'm like, what do I do now? I can't, I can't do more than this because this is the very top. And it sounds so dumb to me now when I say that, but that's the truth. And I've told the story before in the podcast where when I first started my cleaning business, there was another guy in our town named Dustin. I truly hope Dustin hears this one day and gets re-inspired to go into business. But what happened was I was like, all right, I'm leaving my pizza job. I'm going to clean windows. I can do it. <laughs> and, and, and I did it. And I was excited, like totally doing everything wrong. Oh, God, it's so embarrassing. But, you know, I'm trying and I'm excited until I see Dustin's truck with his big sticker on his back window that says Dustin's window cleaning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm screwed. I'm screwed. It's impossible. We can't both be doing this. How could two of us replace our pizza delivery driver income? I'm screwed. Like there's, uh, I was so stressed out. I even went to church one day and I saw his truck in our church parking lot. And I was like, didn't want to go to church. <laughs> Cause I'm like, um, yeah, like all my self-loading beliefs, all this fear, all this stuff, because of my perspective, it really felt emotionally like the anxiety, the weight of it, it felt so heavy. I felt heavy. And that feeling sucks. I guess my encouragement to you is that you have to change your perspective. You know, two years into my business, I went to get gas in one of my work trucks and I walked into the gas station and Dustin, this big scary competitor, was working at the gas station behind the counter. And this is like a pinnacle moment in my, my journey. It was a small thing, maybe like to other people, but it was huge for me. I walked in, things were starting to actually work for my company. In fact, we had just broken that $10,000 a month glass ceiling, or as I say, invisible ceiling. We had, that had just happened. I was hiring like my, my second part-time employee, and we had had like an $11,000 a month or something. And it was like, it was like so cool, and things were working, and I was being more positive. I was educating myself and learning. And I walk into the gas station, and I see this guy. And I'm like, Dustin, what are you doing? Like, on the one hand, I wanted to be like, sweet, like, <laughs> I don't have a competitor now. But on the other hand, I was like, what in the heck? Why are you working for minimum wage or whatever? Some peanuts at a gas station? Like, what are you doing? And his answer changed my life. He told me, I've said this many times, so I'm sorry if you've heard this. Just hang with me. There's more good stuff coming. He's like, people don't want to pay for window cleaning, Josh. You know, everybody's cheap. There's no work out there. And he said a bunch of stuff to that effect. And like, like if you had a video camera on me way back then, my jaw would have been like metaphorically on the floor. Like I was like, are you kidding me? Because I was just starting to see the opposite. I was just starting the very beginning infantile stages of me seeing how big the opportunity was, how small I had been thinking this whole time. And there he was going the other direction saying, oh, I met a little resistance. A bad thing happened. A customer was mean to me. I got a one-star review. My employee didn't show up or whatever thing happened to him to make him think this isn't going to work. He had made that decision, and to him, it was true. The reality, though, is that it was not true at all. Nothing about that was true, but to him, it was true. So for him, it was true. 
like the thing you have to realize is like the thoughts that you have, it doesn't matter if they're actually true. But if you think they're true, then they're true. So I want to encourage you to change your perspective because here is the like unequivocal, inarguable facts. The opportunity that you have in front of you as a small business owner is gigantic in orders of magnitude far beyond what you think. And you might be embarrassed to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a carpet cleaner or I clean windows. That's what homeless people do, right? Like you might have these issues you're battling with, but the truth is, is that you could become a multi, 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 multi millionaire doing that thing. That's reality. That is literal. It's real. Are there factors? Yeah, there's factors, but it's literally real. And not only is it real, it's becoming more normal. If you're not getting on the train with understanding that what I'm talking about on this podcast is literally true, you're missing it. You're not missing it because I didn't explain it right. You're not missing it because I'm wrong. You just have the wrong perspective. Have, like One of my favorite things when I'm flying on an airplane, I travel a lot. I love when we're coming in to land and we get low enough, we get under the clouds and we're coming into a major city and I just look out the window. I love window seats. And I'm looking out and I'm just thinking, my God, look at how big the market is. There's just thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of houses everywhere. There's cars everywhere. I'm landing at LAX. I'm landing in Orlando. I'm landing in in Dallas, Texas. I'm landing wherever I'm going, Washington, D.C. or anywhere. And you look and you realize, man, I've been thinking of my business from the perspective of the ant next to the puddle. If I could just zoom out a little bit and get a little bit of truth, I'd realize it's not a lake, it's not an ocean. The puddle is not an ocean, it's just a puddle, it's nothing. The market is big, a lot of people are wealthy, a lot of people are successful. It's normal to be successful. And if you didn't grow up in that, it does not feel normal to you. It feels weird, it feels rare. It feels rare for someone to achieve success, but you've got to shift your perspective to make it for yourself feel real. And I'm not talking about woo-woo trick yourself and tell yourself lies. I'm telling you, like, literally, you can become a multi-gajillionaire just doing the thing that you're doing, but doing it bigger and thinking bigger and leveling yourself up and changing your perspective because it is not Mount Everest. What do I mean when I say that? That's one of the Latimer family slogans. We have many of them. I have t-shirts printed with these slogans. We have all kinds of different things. I I hire designers and I'm like, hey, make this, make that. Uh, Our two-year-old wears shirts that say, it it is not Mount Everest. What do we mean by that? Really, this is the whole point of this whole podcast is even if it feels like the weight of the world, even if your current situation, your overdraft bank account your mad customer, your bad review, your employee that stole from you or screwed you over or smoked crack inside your customer's house. (laughs) No matter what horrible thing happened, your wife's mad at you. There's dissension, there's strife, there's stress, there's, there's credit cards late, your mortgage is behind. No matter what the external circumstances are, it is not Mount Everest. What that means is even though it feels like the weight of the world, It's actually not if you were to change your perspective. The market is gigantic. The opportunity is gigantic. Your capabilities are gigantic. 
One of the favorite things that this is a quote I actually came up with. Okay. I quote lots of people. I always try to give credit where credit is due. If I remember where I heard something, I always, and you'll notice this, I always say, Hey, you know, so-and-so taught me this. So-and-so taught me that because, you know, like an ox deserves its wages or whatever. Like, like you want to give credit to people that do good things. But this quote is all mine. Here's the truth. There are a lot of people dumber than you that already have what you want. Boom. Let that sink in. There are a lot of people dumber than you, less talented than you, less intelligent, less charismatic, less good looking, whatever. Like people lower than you in every measurable category are ahead of you in terms of achievement. What the heck? Why is that? It's because of your perspective. So remember, it is not Mount Everest, even if it feels like it is. And sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is to zoom out and to realize it's becoming normal for young people to build million-dollar home service companies. And I'm not just saying that like hyperbolically. Like inside the Conquer program, through like just on, like online, like the things that have changed over the last few years, people, the feedback I get from the podcast, it's crazy. It's crazy. People are doing crazy stuff, and it's because the belief has went up, uh, technology, education, everything's better and different now. The opportunity was always there, but more people are doing it now because more people have a elevated perspective because of podcasts like this, because of whatever. The point is, is don't, don't feel like it's the way to the world that things are going bad. Maybe you just need to change your perspective. And like I said in the very beginning, a big giant piece of that is the people you're spending time with. If you already feel like you're the most successful person you know in real life, and, and hear me because I, <laughs> I, I know there's a large portion of people hearing this that feel like this because all of your extended family thought really, really, really small and you're sort of doing good. It's like, yay, I have a half a million dollar business. Look how cool I am. You're not that cool. I'm not beating you up. I'm just saying like in the grand perspective, in the true, with the true perspective, you've done nothing. You know, the U.S. government defines a small business as any business with less than 500 employees. So every time you think you're awesome, remind yourself that it's normal for people to have 500 plus employees, thousands and thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people have built gigantic companies doing a hundred million plus in revenue and you're feeling big for your britches and feeling really great and everything with your half a million dollar thing. I'm not telling you to be discontented if you're happy. I'm not telling you to, to, to pursue endless more. What I'm telling you though is change your perspective and line it up with reality because the opportunity is gigantic. And if you were made for greatness, if you were made for more, you might need to kick in the butt. On the flip side, if you're struggling and your business sucks and everything's a piece of crap, you were made for more, but you got to change your perspective. I hope that's helpful to you. I hope it's inspirational to you. I mean, every word I say, I'm fired up tonight. I appreciate you and I'd love to connect with you. There's a couple things I would ask and you already know what I'm going to say. So don't click off. Don't click. Don't be like, oh, it's done. The podcast is done. I'm clicking off. Don't do that. Could you possibly do me a solid if you're getting value from this and leave me a review on iTunes? Now, inside like the show notes, if you're listening to, to the podcast through like, you know, Downcast or Stitcher or th through like some app, you might not have a direct link. 
But if you can like, you know, find the iTunes, the Growth Vault podcast and leave me a five-star review, it would mean the world to me. It's a really big deal. It helps drive downloads and, and help people find the podcasts that are struggling, that need to hear this. And I'm putting it out there with passion. I need help getting more distribution. So if you could do that and spend a minute or two, it would, it would mean a lot. I read all of them and it, w- it would mean the world to me. Second, second of all, second call to action is if you have a question, you need to change your community, you need to up level, join our free Facebook group called The Growth Vault. And don't just join it and be a creeper. Engage in it. Answer other people's questions if you know the answer. Ask questions fearlessly if you have a question. We're never going to beat you up for asking a silly question. I don't tolerate that inside the Facebook group. And if it ever happens and you see it, tag me in the post and I'll delete the post and ban the person that was being a jerk. Because when it comes to small business, this is a big deal and there's no dumb question. So ask your question there. If you're ready to go to the next level, I guess for my third call to action, apply for the Conquer program. You can you know, click the links on the podcast. You can go to the Growth Fault and look for it. It's application only. It's a year-long mastermind group with four other companies similar size to you with a, a seven-figure business coach guiding you through every single week. You meet every week. That will definitely help change your perspective. So I want to be of value and of service to you. And, and, and that's how I can do that. If you want to be of service to me, leave me a five-star review. And until next time, take care and God bless. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Vault.